Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros! Whoa, Brandon Stanfield in the house. What's up, everybody? Nailed the intro. Nailed it. We even had practice runs, but yeah. it, the practice run only went one round because it was just good. Well, that that's because I was practicing on the whole way down here. Oh, that's how it works, right? <laughs> so Tabitha's like, another time. Yeah. Okay. God. <laughs> one more time. Are we finally here? Okay, he can stop now, right? That's how it works. Oh, I'll be doing it all night at home, too. <laughs> be like 3 a.m. I'll be like, business bro. Just DM me, dude, and be like, business bro. I'll send you one back. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. That'll be great, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, because now you can do the DM videos, and you've been doing that to everybody that uh, friend requests you, which yeah. is a really for, cool little feature. For a full 24 hours, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. It's awesome, though. Good, good response. Speaking of which, so, uh, uh, take it, see, now I have to have this piece of paper because i got to take some notes. Yeah. Don't worry. i got some stuff for you on oh, here, man. too. That's, just, that's coming right here. Oh, that's coming man. down the pipe. Oh, man. But Are we going to start, or are we going to finish with that? I think we're going to get, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Okay. So first of all, I want to start doing some shout outs. So mm-hmm. I promised people that I would send new friend requests out their shout outs. So today we had Fred Otto uh, and I pronounce I'm, too, I'm horrible with last <laughs> names, but uh, Egler, I think, is his last name. So mm-hmm. thank you for the friend request. McKinley Jones. We got uh, AJ uh, Sampardo and he's actually an Eastlake guy. So I, I sent him a video. I was like, hey, thanks for, you know, being yeah, cool. on, for, for the friend request. And he's like, hey, I know people at Eastlake. I'm going to come down. He's in Washington. <laughs> I was like, cool. That's going to be awesome. Wesley Dwayne uh, is a new friend and uh, Janine Coster. And then one special friend, David Mercado. So, David, I know you're probably watching because he said uh, I, I gave him a phone call. We actually mm-hmm. talked for a little bit. Oh, wow. And I told him that uh, we used to work with each other at H&R Block. Oh, that's so cool. he's at Coldwell Banker. We're going right. to talk I, to him. I missed soon. one. Who was right before David? Uh, here, hold Janine. that list. <laughs> Boom, there you go. All right, so that's enough for the shout outs for the day. Let's get to the main reason why we're here today. Cool. With uh, Mr. Stanfield. Thank you. Thank so, you. So, what's up, dude? <laughs> now I'm going to jump into some questions, but I'm going to keep you on edge here. Sure, not a problem. Not <laughs> so, a problem. Tell me a little bit about yourself. When did you get into real estate? Where you at? What you doing these days? Yeah, absolutely. So, I can give you like the whole backstory. I'll give you a quick overview. So, I'm with Keller Williams, uh, San Diego Metro office. I know that you guys have uh, interviewed a couple of the people out of my office. Love my office. Um, I've been in real estate for about a total of three years now. Cool. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. But as far as you want like the backstory, like where yeah, I, how I got started, yeah, cool, me. let's do it. Um, so I was actually born and raised in La Mesa. So I'm actually a San Diego native. There aren't too many of us left. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I'll tell people like, oh, I'm from, I'm from La Mesa. And they're like, oh, I love Mount Helix. <laughs> <laughs> not quite the same. Yeah, not, not exactly. I'm like, I also love Mount Helix. And that's not where I grew up. <laughs> um, so I grew up more on like the 70th and El Cajon Boulevard, 70th and University side of La Mesa. Um, so Helix High School. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh-huh. that's a, that's a nice area though. You got some some properties over there. I mean, not very huge lots sometimes, but mm-hmm. some beautiful homes. Oh yeah, well most of and most of them are a little bit older. It's a cool little residential community, but it's definitely not Mount Helix. Yeah, it's definitely not <laughs> Mount Helix. Um, I'll go ahead and age myself. I it was graduating class of two thousand and nine over at Helix High School. So all right, all right, that's not bad. No, not no, I mean not terrible. I graduated two thousand, so. There you go. There's another age. Yeah, just a little bit after. (laughs) Um, I went to school up at UC Riverside. I did um, five years at the university. So I like how you you put that. I did five years. Yeah. (laughs) It's like I did time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I took that victory lap, that fifth year victory lap too. Yeah. Um, So got my got my major in marketing. Majored in marketing. And people will be like, oh, that must come in such handy now that you're in real estate. It's like, no, definitely not. I remember sitting in classes of like they were teaching us like how to market on TV, like how to set up TV ads and like so newspaper dating, ads. Right? Yeah, and that was just four, five years ago. So yeah. it wasn't even that long. So the internet already existed. Instagram yeah, for existed. Sure. Facebook existed. For sure. for sure. We already went through, you know, click throughs, right? Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. None of that. No, definitely, definitely not. And you know, the funniest thing is like I don't even remember seeing it like on a list of classes that you could take. Like it for sure was not part of the standard curriculum, but it wasn't even like a like an elective. No, you didn't have a choice. No. <laughs> so any any type of actual marketing, look, see, my phone's going off too. Mm-hmm. Any type of actual marketing that you had to do now, yeah. you had to learn again, even yeah. after tuition so, and a degree. Absolutely. Totally irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. Um, the college, at least that their business system, totally sets you up to like be a middle manager or like an executive, for sure not to run your own business or do your own marketing. Yeah, that's so. totally different. And you yeah. know, I... I as you guys know, I mean, I teach high school in the morning, and that's mm-hmm. one of those. That's one of those things that really sticks to me about the education system mm-hmm. is it's really training you to be an employee mm-hmm. to work for some big corporation. It's not training you for the stuff that's out there today that'll make you money today. Right? Uh, that's that's tough. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. So I think that there's a lot. I think there's a lot in our education system that's going to undergo some changes in the next couple of years for sure. Well, it, and here's here's what I'm talking about uh, as far as change like for example i'll, g- I'll give you the the skinny on what's going on at, at the sweetwater school district mm-hmm. the the district is like almost insolvent right they're like oh really yeah they're like 40 million dollars in the hole somewhere around there Whoa. i mean they took the county took away the the power for the district to be able to pay their own bills mm-hmm. i mean all kinds of issues right Dang. and and so and that's just one district i mean we're we're a pretty large district but mm-hmm. the teachers are always you know freaking out about what's going to happen what's going to happen mm-hmm. and and this is one of those times where i share with them like your job is not set in stone. Yeah. Like you, you've been comfortable. This industry has been comfortable for a long time. I always, mm-hmm. I always, you know, mess around. I'm like, teaching is the best part-time <laughs> job in the world. Right. But you know, some people are they're they're. I always say they're really good teachers. They're mm-hmm. good teachers. And then they're not so good teachers. No, for and sure. I, I put myself in the middle bracket because <laughs> I don't spend as much time as I, as I possibly could mm-hmm. to be, you know, an amazing teacher. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I know that big business can come around. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. What if, like, Facebook, Amazon, Google got together and said, "This is what we want out of somebody when they're when they're when they graduate high school. This is yeah. the curriculum, and if they have this, we'll bring them on, yeah. or we'll find them a spot." Yeah. Like, if they got together and created something like that, then the public school system would be screwed because you can charter the the student out of a public school out of that into a charter school mm-hmm. that has that curriculum in line. Yeah, and that's absolutely. why the U.S. is an oligarchy. <laughs> but no, for I mean, sure. that, and then and then you wouldn't have the issue of you paying tuition for four years five yeah. years right yeah, coming absolutely. out with a marketing degree that doesn't even <laughs> apply to the market no for sure not um but you know what was funny is i actually so i didn't get straight into real estate it was at college where kind of like the seed was planted though 
So I remember being in college and my buddy, it was like my fourth year in college, my buddy had a brother who was in real estate at the time. And he was in commercial real estate and was just totally killing it. But my buddy was like, oh yeah, you'd be good in real estate, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, okay. And obviously he was qualified to be telling me whether yeah, or not of I'd course. be good. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, anyway, so that was like where the seed was planted. But when I graduated, even before I graduated college, I had gotten an offer for a job offer from Target to go work as like a middle manager. Um, like where you, you can did, actually use your degree. Yeah, for sure. And it was like, it was the job that like every baby boomer wants their kid to get. Yeah. Because starting salary, like 55K, I had like health, dental, medical insurance, 401K matching. I had a life insurance policy. It was like some adult level shit. <laughs> you know, it's funny because you, you said college, you know, you did five years, but... Mm -hmm. You were about to sign a contract that where you would really be doing time. You'd have literally that would have been <laughs> maximum security, right? Oh yeah, that's what it is. That, yeah, that was like the highest level of security. And of, and so like even before I graduated college, I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Like this is what you go to college for. Like this is what I want. Little did I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so took took that offer letter before I had even graduated, went to the nearest car dealership, bought like the most expensive car I could with no money down and like yeah, my yeah. shitty credit. Yeah, because you already <laughs> knew what you were going to do for the rest of your life, apparently. Yeah, yeah <laughs> proceeded to spend like all of my money from Target on that car, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing, when you buy like a sports car and you start like, so it was a sports car um, and it wasn't like a great sports car either. Um, it was a Honda Civic, an SI. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing though, when you start like modifying those cars, the first thing that you touch everything breaks after yep yep <laughs> anyway so that was so you try to speed it up a little bit yeah so yeah. that was a nightmare in itself but um well i'll give a i'll give a little plug out here for uh street to drag right i got a <laughs> street to drag yeah i got a, i got a cousin who uh that's what he does dude he i mean he's working on an engine right now b12 or something and mm -hmm. i was reading i was looking on his instagram mm -hmm. he's gonna suit that thing up he's like i don't care if it blows up <laughs> right but i mean that's that's the thing that you got your your honda si and you're like yeah. make it a little faster make yeah. it a little louder yeah make it a little no, lower for, no for sure for sure <laughs> Um, anyway, so went to work for Target and Target was where I started kind of learning the skills that have actually parlayed really well into my real estate career. So Target was huge on customer service. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that was great. They were huge on accountability, which was also great. Um, not so much the sales, but for sure got me comfortable, like talking to random people. Cause even at the management level, they wanted you interacting with the guests all the mm -hmm. time. Um, so that was, that was kind of a great skill to learn and getting over that initial fear of like, Ooh, talking to strangers. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing though, that I took away from target was the ability to speak to people when they were upset yeah. and move that conversation, putting along. out, putting mm -hmm. out fires. Right? No. Yeah, absolutely. And guests and team guests and the team members. And that ends up happening a lot in real estate. You know, you got a lot of moving parts, a lot of things that can go sideways and, uh, you know, the homeowners, whether you're working with the sellers or the buyers, actually, you know, they respond very emotionally. Yeah. And if you meet them emotionally, like you're not going to get the conversation. There's no, there's no resolution. And same thing with the realtors on the other side of the transaction too. You got to be able to mitigate emotion mm -hmm. much more than you need to be able to mitigate contracts or stuff. Oh, like abs that. oh absolutely. And it's funny because you're talking about Target and mm -hmm. we're talking about, you know, a couple hundred bucks, maybe that yeah. people are yeah. pissed off about, you well, know, add a couple zeros to the end of that <laughs> one. And now you're dealing with real estate oh, arguments. You oh, know? absolutely. And so the funny thing was, is that I was actually in charge of the loss prevention department when oh, I was at Target. Worse. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of the time, like if you're talking to the loss prevention manager, mm -hmm. it is not, a, it's typically not a good conversation. You're already in a bad yeah, spot. You're already in a bad <laughs> spot. You're all already pissed you're already scared you're already sad whatever it is but that was i think the key skill that i kind of that i kind of was able to take away from that job in that position yeah no dude that's, those are definitely 
awesome skills to transition into real estate. No, for sure. You want, you want to hear a story? Yeah, I do. <laughs> a little loss prevention story. So um, I was working one day with my undercover and we're there, we're there in the store. Um, and of course, like I'm in, I'm in red, so I can't really be like following this person around. Right. right. And yeah. So we're in the camera room, we're watching them. And he, this dude is like sticking DVDs down his pants. We can see it on camera. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the dude looks pretty big. Um, like I know you're looking at me and you must be thinking like, oh, Brandon, it's probably not a big deal. You obviously work out. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, of course. That. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I noticed the physique as soon as you walked in the door. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, no, but this was like a big dude. Um, so, and He's my, like, I'm swole, but this guy was massive. <laughs> <laughs> but this dude was big. And my undercover, she was like this. She was a short girl, um, probably like five foot. So she's like, oh, you got to go outside and make the stop and I'll let you know when he's coming through the doors, right? So I'm like, okay, like this is probably a bad idea, but it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's literally fine. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I already know where this is going. <laughs> so I'm, si- I'm sitting outside. Um, she's like watching him and she gives me, she starts to give me the countdown as he's approaching the doors or whatever, right? So she's like, five, four, three, the doors open. Two, I like step in. I meet him like right at the, right before the doors. And I put my hand out and I said, stop. And that's all I got to. Cause he looked at me and he was like, oh, hell not. And drew back and hit me like right oh, in the face. He pun- no. literally punched me in the face, knocked me back out of the doors. Right. I'm like seeing stars. Cause I've never been in, yeah, yeah. I've never been in a physical altercation. And to this day, that's the only one I've ever been in. And it really and wasn't you put yourself right there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, it was a bad idea from the start. And oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so, um, of course, I can hear her coming out like, hey, hey. He's, like, running. He's, like, no, hell no. All the DVDs are, like, falling out of his pants and whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still, like, dazed and confused. Um, Anyway, so that's that's a good loss prevention story. So as long as none of my clients, like, hit me in the face, like, we're good. (laughs) So this is one of those times where I just got to throw it out there. If you're going to stand in front of a big guy that's stealing something, walking out a door, it's probably the one and only time you're going to get hit when you knock on a door. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it, that makes every other door pretty easy to knock on. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's like, oh, you want to slam the door in my face? Like, cool. That's cool. That's fine. I'm not going to see stars on that one. Yeah. No. No, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. So, just loss prevention story. Um. Anyway, I was at Target for probably about like six months before I realized like, hey, I don't want to do this for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's kind of when it came back. It was like, oh, you know, well, my buddy thought I'd be good in real estate. So, you know, I'll probably be pretty good in real estate. Um, of course. Yeah, that's easy. We <laughs> yeah, can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I signed up and I signed up for my real estate classes. And this would actually be like really good foreshadowing for how the rest of my real estate career has kind of like played out to this point. It took me a year just to get my license. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, but, but tell me about that part. So is it mm-hmm. is it more like one of those where it took you a year because you kept failing the the pre those three courses, or it took you a year because you just took your sweet time to like actually finish the content and then take the test? It was definitely the latter um, because I w- I was still working like full time, and I mean I finished. I only had to take the two classes because my degree I waived the third one. It's not even like oh, I had to take three. Um, and fortunate, I was fortunate enough. I passed the test on the first time around. So it's not like, it's not like it was that it was literally just me dragging, kind of like dragging my feet and not putting a sense of urgency behind it. Um, so ended up getting my license. I spent like one day at an office. I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like I want to learn more. But originally it was only supposed to be like a side gig. Like I thought it'd be cool. Oh, like I'll do two, three transactions a year and that'll be cool. Right. Anyway. So 
had moved down so between this time had moved down to San Diego um, this was probably the summer of summer of 2016 so the 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 target you're working at was in Riverside yeah 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 sorry about that yeah the target that I was at was in Riverside I'd got my license in Riverside and then kind of when I knew that I liked real estate and was going to take it a little bit more seriously came back to San Diego uh, just because I knew this area a little bit better had more mm-hmm. connections down here plus if you've ever lived in Riverside, you'd it's understand hot. why it I sucks. want to live in San Diego. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for sure. You got to come back to paradise. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so joined with a brokerage then. That was the early summer of 2016. Um, that's where I met my real estate mentor, coach, now friend, partner. Uh, her name is Alicia. And I'm super fortunate that she kind of like took me under her wing more so than just like, oh, you know, here are the classes that you attend to. It was like, hey, come on this appointment with me. You know, hey, come, we're going to go do this lead gen. actually show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do it with me. Yeah, on more of like a one-on-one basis instead of just like, oh, here are the classes and here's the theory behind it. So um, super grateful that she took me under her wing. Had been doing real estate, though, probably like eight months because, yeah, this had, so started in June of 2016. So this had to have been January of 2017, right? I unfortunately had not gotten like any traction going. I was, I was still working at Target. I was doing like uh, an overnight position at this time and was doing the full time, the full time there and then trying to make real estate like my side gig. Wasn't doing the activities consistently though. Mm-hmm. You know how that goes. Um, and I was doing open houses like once every other weekend because I was working, I was working rotating weekends. So just wasn't doing, just wasn't making that traction, yeah. you know, wasn't getting, getting any foundation built. So, Real estate was your hobby at that point. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. And I was treating it like a hobby um, and almost like a part-time job, not like a business. Right. Um, but it was January of that year, you know, that was kind of, I was kind of starting to get frustrated. Like I'd been spinning my wheels for eight months, didn't have anything, didn't have anything to show for it. I was getting frustrated there. I was never around because I was working all the time. Yeah, I was or supposedly working. working. Yeah. Well, and at Target, I was doing 3 a.m. to mid to noon shifts. And then I'd try and do like any real estate after that. And so that just nothing was happening. Yeah. Um, somewhere you still need to sleep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My girlfriend and I um, had just moved in together at that point in time, too. I was like broke, like literally <laughs> broke, like trying to get this real estate thing started. And that's how you know she loves you. <laughs> yeah, yeah that she's still with me. So, um, yeah, so literally was broke was never around when I was around. It's not even like I was in a great mood or like a great headspace because I was, yeah, I was frustrated career wise. And then I was literally just tired, like physically tired. Mm -hmm. We had just gotten a puppy. Um, (laughs) So now you're cleaning up shit too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, And so all of this was kind of just like brewing at the very beginning of the year. And then to top it all off, like my car got stolen. Like that car that I, the one uh, that you spent every Target dime on. The reason that I was broke was because of that car and then it got stolen. And then to make matters worse, like all of my real estate stuff was in it too when it got stolen. Oh man, signage, Mm -hmm. cards, posts, whatever. Yeah, no, for sure. And at that point, like I I literally, that was in February. I remember it very vividly because I was just like, fuck it, I'm done. Like that was it. Um, And I spent... Probably the next like two months just not doing anything. You know, I had literally thrown in the towel um, with this real estate thing. I was like, whatever, I'm done. And I don't know, I don't know why it was. My real estate mentor, Alicia, she had some sort of foresight because the November before all of that had even happened, she was like, hey, you need to come with me to this conference. And I was like, uh, what, like what kind of conference, what kind of conference is it? And she's like, oh, it's a, it's a self-improvement conference. And 
at that time, I was like 24, like self-improvement. Right, what do I need to improve? Like, check out these biceps, right? Yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? Self-awareness. Like none of that was even in my vocabulary at that point in time. And so I was like, well, what is it? And she's like, oh, it's a Tony Robbins conference. It was um, hmm. the Unleash the Power Within, UPW. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, well, I can't even afford that. She's like, no, you're going because, and I already paid for your ticket. Like she literally paid for my ticket. So I was like, oh, shit, I have now, to. Now you, like, you have I no have choice, to right? Go. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was no. You're stuck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, thank you, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you now. So thank you, Alicia. Um, <laughs> um, so I had kind of like made an agreement with myself, too, before we even went. I was like, look, if I take something away from this, if it actually does anything for me, then great. But if not, then I'm done. Like, I'll pay Alicia back and we're going back to Target. I'll climb the corporate ladder and I guess that'll be it, right? So we went to we went to that event and I think that is where like the mind the mindset shift happened between like oh this is going to be like a side gig like oh this is just a side job or side hustle to like oh no this is a business and like you can make shit happen through real estate. Mm-hmm. Um so I think two two very important things happened and two very um in, impactful things happened. The first was in the form of like a very powerful visualization that Tony walks you through. Have either of you been to UPW? No, not yet. Oh, I strongly recommend it. And the second li- one who's uh, who's come in, uh, Francisco Lopez also came in. He's like, dude, mm-hmm. powerful. Oh yeah, powerful. And that that's a very good way to describe it. And yeah, spot on, hundred percent. So if you've ever been thinking about doing it, I would say do it. Um, so Tony walks you through this like visualization and the lights go down real low, the music starts and like his voice is just crazy. It's like deep, but also like very soothing at the same time. But he walks you through this visualization where he has you picture this person like, you know, driving up to this house and he asks you to describe the house. He's like, what color is it? What does the street look like? You know, getting very descriptive. Like what time of day is it? You pull up into the garage. What color is the garage door? Do you park in front of the garage? Do you pull all the way in? When you get out, this person, like, you know, what color are the shoes as they approach the front door? Like how many steps? Like it's crazy detailed. And then you do this. But these are all questions, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're essentially, I mean, I'm going to cut to the chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, go but for it. You're, you're essentially, when you're doing that, this activity's you describing yourself in the future. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as you as you like walk through the house, he gets to the point where he's like, okay, you're in the bathroom now and you look in the mirror like, and you see yourself. And then he starts talking about like, who's there with you? Like, what does that mean to you? Um, you know, what are the people around you proud of you for? Like all of this like crazy deep emotional stuff. I had to, I had to stop the visualization because I was crying like a baby. Damn. Like I had like, I had, like tears just rolling down my face, like doing this visualization. I had to stop and like look around and look to see like, is Am everyone, I, is it real? Is it what I'm looking at? Well, not only that, like is ever is, are people going to be looking at me like I'm crazy? Like I'm having this like very deep reaction to this visualization and I don't want to be like everyone looking around, like who's who brought this guy? <laughs> no, dude. You know, I, that's I mean, that type of exercise is mm-hmm. is truly deep because you you know we've talked about something similar where you know we talk about future you. Mm-hmm. What would future you say to present you yeah. as a thank you? Like I'm here because of this, right? Yeah. That exercise is even more intense because he's literally walking you through the life that you see yourself in without you even having to really like 
sit down and think about it. It's mm-hmm. it's in your mind. Who you want to be is already there. Yeah, it's just you it's just, just pulling it it's out. It's just of pulling you. it out of you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's that's super powerful. Yeah. I mean, it, the the problem with most people is like if you ask a twenty one year old, twenty five year old kid, mm-hmm. um, you know what what they want to do in life, they always have huge ambitions, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna be a professional baseball player, a professional athlete. I'm gonna be super successful. But you talk to them when they're sixty five, and what happened? Yeah. Right. And that's the choice that I'm hearing you talk about. You were on the verge of conforming. Yeah. Right. And you were ready to give up on your ambitions, your dreams, whatever you wanted. That visualization that you're that you're describing right now, you're ready to walk away from that and conform mm-hmm. because of a few situational things that happened in life. Yeah, absolutely. And for well, so let me let me bring it back really quick. Fortunately, everyone else in the room was having like a very similar reaction. I'm so not it was alone. like not yeah, I'm like okay, like like I'm cool. Like I'm I can cool. Go back to my <laughs> I yeah, close I can, my eyes again. Yeah, I can go back to crying like a baby. Um, <laughs> no, but like for me, I had never taken the time to do any sort of that, you know, future work. Like I was always like, Oh yeah, I wanna make the extra money. I wanna make the money. That would be cool. And yeah, everyone wants to make more money, but if you're going to push through and like start a business or you're going to do something that's really challenging, it needs to be more than that because it needs to be like, cool, what are you going to do with the money? What's that going to mean for you? And I had never taken the time to think about that. Um, so being able, being able to kind of like link it to something made it mean so much more. And I think that that's what I was really missing. So for me personally, like now when I think of like, what am I doing this for? It's, well, I want to live, I want to live a life that I can create and design. And for me, that's being able to be present and financially stable, which is a little different than what I had growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother raised my brother and I as a single mother. Um, my father, you know, was out of the picture pretty young when we were pretty young. Um, he was, he was like heavy into drugs and not like, not like a seventies child that smokes a little pot yeah, yeah, every yeah. now and then. No, um, he was, he was into meth. So my mother kicked him out at a pretty young age. Um, and despite that being like, you know, super hard at the time, it was probably the best thing, um, growing up because she was able to raise my, my brother and I in an environment where she wasn't combating that negativity Mm -hmm. and she could kind of raise us, you know, without that and the way that she wanted to free of opening the door to whatever could be on that side. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, for, for young boys, especially if that negativity is coming from like your father, the father figure, like yeah. that has some really, that can have some really bad repercussions. So shout out to my mom. But, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, but for me, it's just super important to create a life where I'm able to be present. You know, Tabitha, my girlfriend and I, we talk about what do we want out of our future selves? Like, what do we want our family to look like? What does that mean for us now? Um, and so now I just tailor everything that I'm doing. Like I can think like, ah, yes, this is a means to an end to get here. So, yeah, it's powerful. Like, again, these are the types of activities. I mean, we've talked to people about affirmations, about visualization, all those Mm -hmm. types of things. But the way you described it, the way you did it, the the way Tony Robbins does it Mm -hmm. is is really deep. I mean, that I'm going to take that little segment and I guarantee you, I will play it again, close my (laughs) eyes and maybe see if I can get myself to cry. I think, (laughs) well, I think that you can look up um, the visualization on YouTube. I think that he has a portion where he'll talk you through it and Mm -hmm. you can kind of, you can kind of set up the environment on your own and do it yourself. Um, but I and you know I haven't done it since. But I think that if you did it, even even without being in that room, it would be very impactful. And well, if 
course. Yeah, but it's your life, right? It's kind of like yeah. when you watch a movie. After you watch a movie once, you know what the story's like. Yeah. Right? You watch it again because you like the movie, mm-hmm. but it's your life. Now that you've seen where you want to be, mm-hmm. you can do it again, but you know how the story's going to play out. You know yeah. exactly what you need, what you want. Yeah. And now it's a matter of how do I get there? Yeah, absolutely. And there's been a lot between, there's been a lot that's happened and a lot of clarifying, you know, of course, between mm-hmm. then and between then and now, but you know, it's basically the same. Um, the other, the other really impactful thing though, that happened at that over those three days and the really impactful thing that Tony kind of walks you through is addressing all of like the self-limiting beliefs and all of the shortcomings that you believe that you have. I think, especially when you're starting a business and, you know, in real estate, you're going out there, you're talking to a lot of strangers, a lot of people you're asking for business and it's all on you. And when you face, you're going to get the nose you're going to face that rejection and when you get rejection after rejection after rejection after rejection it just kind of brings out the worst of what you believe in yourself mm-hmm. and if you're not prepared to deal with that i think that's why you end up hearing people get frustrated and quit cuz they say they say it's hard well tactically it's not hard to make cold calls it's not hard to go door knocking but what is hard is facing that rejection dealing with it right. and not letting it eat you alive right so. We, we talk about that as as the ego is is mm-hmm. your is your own ego stopping you from from you know letting you take that door. Nothing's gonna happen to you when you make a call. Nothing's gonna happen <laughs> to you when you stand in front of a door. Well, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is it is unlikely you'll get punched in the face. Very <laughs> unlikely. Yet we reluctantly we we stop ourselves. We're reluctant to do that because we have our body almost has that physical fear of something like that actually happening when mm-hmm. that's not the case. No, absolutely not. Those are the the limiting beliefs that we put within ourselves yeah and that's what stops most people in sales in general Mm -hmm. from doing those things because you're right the tactical things are easy yeah technically i mean you it even got easier you don't even have to (laughs) dial the whole number you hit the green button like it's not difficult yeah you upload like you upload a cvs file and it'll do it for you so but it's just talking to all those people it's facing that rejection and getting up and over up and over that portion to get to where you really want to get to so it's kind of like um you know he was able to or through the through those activities able to clarify the end my end goal and then work through what is gonna happen throughout the middle yeah dude so this is a perfect time to ask one of the questions i got <laughs> okay cool what was one of the questions all right so this one comes from tabitha okay um at uh, check the tab mm-hmm. she said uh that's that's my girlfriend by the way so tabitha oh there you go so tabitha said we need to ask you about your first experience with the disgruntled alcohol <laughs> agent so how'd you handle that gracefully yeah Thank you. I th- Great question, I, by the way. So those of you who can't see on the podcast, she's sitting here. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, <laughs> she's my cameraman, camera woman for camera the day. Camera woman. Yeah, uh, and she's been with me. She's been with me through this whole uh, the whole roller coaster that has been real estate so far. So you know, and she's still out. here. Yeah, and she's still here. So <laughs> <laughs> here's the, here's the other thing though that happened is once I was able to visualize like what I wanted out of real estate in the end, I was able to communicate it better back to her. And it's crazy what you can do, how you can strengthen your relationships when you're able to communicate that end goal and get your partners on board. I think that was huge. Or not just that. When you're talking to them, the clarity comes in. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. I mean, as a teacher, that's one of those things that, that I try to get across to my students. If you can teach somebody what I've taught you, mm-hmm. then you really know it. Yeah. Right? So you might have an idea in your head of what you want or what you think you want. But when you're trying to turn around and say that to your significant other and mm-hmm. explain it, mm-hmm. It comes out differently sometimes or you get at least some feedback on, well, maybe not. (laughs) And then you just get clarity, you Mm -hmm. know, being 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 with somebody who can 
give you an honest opinion and call you on your BS yeah. essentially, right? <laughs> yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, and then the other thing, like, you, you know, I, for me, I was able to explain better and like, hey, I'm not going to be around today or, mm-hmm. hey, I can't do this this weekend because I need to do an open house, but here's why. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes so much easier. And then you've got, you know, you've got that incredible support system. Anyway, so about this, so about this realtor. Um, so we had, we had closed a transaction. I was still very, very green in the industry. It was one of my first ones, uh, closed the transaction and I was doing, you know, some like just sold flyers. Like Mm -hmm. I was going around the neighborhood, just knocking on doors, handing out just sold flyers. And this was like, we had already closed the transaction. Like the escrow was done. Um, so, but I got a phone call. I got a phone call, a text message, and then another phone call. Ooh. from this agent you're like this gotta be an emergency yeah so i, <laughs> I called this agent back and i was like hey what's up and she and she was like hey um i saw some just sold flyers being distributed i was like oh yeah you know i was just passing out some just sold flyers you know just knocking on doors whatever right like normal lead gen yeah. kind of stuff you're a realtor you know yeah and she's like well this is my farm okay i was like i was like okay she's like well, I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't pass out the flyers in my farm and then hung up on me. Uh, and I was like, wait, I didn't know we can call dibs. I know, right? <laughs> I, so I literally, I literally had to go to my, I had to go to my broker because then she texted me again. She was like, um, I forget what exactly she said, but it was to the extent of like, please don't be passing out flyers in my farm anymore or else, or, or else like, you know, something's going to get ha- punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I went to my broker and I was just like, can she do that? Yeah, can she do that? Like, am I am, am I in the wrong here? Because yeah. my immediate was like, okay, I must have done something wrong here to to elicit this sort of reaction. He's like, no, 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 you're fine. So basically, I just gracefully sent her. This is where the grace comes in. <laughs> I sent her a text message. I said, hey, I totally understand, you know, where you're coming from. And at the same point in time, I'm going to finish passing out the flyers that I paid to have printed. And we're good then after that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear back from her? No, no, I did not hear back from her. But... I think there was a lesson here um, that that is really not how I wanted to build my business. Like I never wanted to be that agent. Like mm-hmm. not only was I so put off, I've never met another agent who operated like that, fortunately. Um, and I think this industry is, it's a big industry in the sense that there are a lot of realtors, mm. but it's also a small industry in the sense that most realtors know each other and the productive ones. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Um, but it's just not the way that you want to go building relationships. So, and I think, I think that especially moving forward, like realtors who operate in that manner or aren't willing to be team players with other realtors, I don't think that they're going to have very long careers anymore. No, especially in a day and age where everything you do Mm -hmm. and everything you say is recorded and Mm -hmm. reposted and rebranded. Like the worst thing you can do is react to that text message or that video with something on social or something Mm -hmm. right and it doesn't matter whether you were right or wrong Mm -hmm. the projection of your negativity is what gets put out there yeah yeah, absolutely that could be detrimental to your own personal brand you definitely don't want that yeah sure no definitely not before you jump into your next question we have a question from our facebook live audience cool uh somebody wants to ask who is your favorite indian I know this one. I know who. I know who this is. You know what would be funny if I said someone else. Yeah, that. that would be funny. <laughs> shout out to my shout out to my buddy AK. I know that he's got to be the one asking the question, but that is for sure my favorite Indian. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Love that guy. Yeah. All right. Here, here's another good one. So, um, why can't you feel your legs? Oh my God! God. Damn. <laughs> 
By the way, dude, this pod- by the way, podcast so over. <laughs> by the way, that comes from Jesse Cox. Yeah, and he specifically yeah, exactly. told me that there has to be an emphasis on the pause. Dude, I'm Awkward done. pause. I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he also said, how do you feel about young people getting Botox? So. <laughs> dude, Jesse's my number one uh, hater. <laughs> um, okay, so I can't feel my legs. That... that comes down from like a stupid movie you know how you and your you know how you and your friends you have like stupid references yeah, that like, yeah no matter how old how long it's been if someone comes up to you and says like whatever the line is like you'll just bust up laughing yeah for sure pig face joe pig face joe <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's what that's what that is and then um how do i feel about young people getting botox here's here are my thoughts on young people getting botox um i think that if you're in an, if you're in an industry where you're interfacing with consumers and you want to stay looking good a little bit of prevention goes a long way. That's all. Fair enough. That's there all. Fair enough. That's all. Hey, you know what? This beautiful face right here. I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I, I'm in need of some Botox here coming around. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's time. All right. So uh, you're a whole year older than me. So, you know, I guess I'm right behind you. Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> uh, are you talking about it's time like time wise? No. Well, I know. Well, yeah. All yeah. right. All right. We, we we should be rounding the bend then. Yeah. All right. I was so, like, I can ju- I can jump in real quick to what I'm doing and what my goals are, and then hell we yeah, wrap let's up. do that. Cool. Let's do that. Cool. So what I'm doing right now, you know, that had been so after the Tony Robbins conference, it didn't change the fact that I was still broke. Right. <laughs> right. Sorry, Tony. If he you could, could fix that yeah. right off the bat yeah, in three days, <laughs> he'd be much more successful than he is for sure um but no definitely with that mindset mindset shift you know i was kind of like reignited um my passion you know for real estate was back it would still be another five months after that before i closed my first deal so some major time there but but what happened like you know going leaving there and then to the closing like Mm -hmm. there had to be a shift like you did you are you still at at target no 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 no. so i've been at target it's i closed that first deal and i got out um, but what it was is I went about, I went about rebuilding. So I had taken like the, t- for the previous two months off. So everything that I was doing, like I was basically starting from scratch, but I was like, okay, cool. I know what I need to do now. I know why I'm doing it. And I just recommitted to the activities. So close that first deal. That was the end of, um, 2017 quit target out of that was 2017, 2018, um, was my first full year as a full-time realtor. Um, I had switched over to my Keller Williams office at that point in time. Um, not great, but I closed seven deals, um, for just shy of $5 million in volume. Um, and I'm just super fired up for 2019 here. You know, it's going to be a big year. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Yeah, no, things, things are definitely, uh, Ooh, my that bad. Was, that was, oh, uh, oh, that was <laughs> you screenshotting. Yeah, was that, like, was oh. me, that was me screenshotting, uh, for our Facebook live conversation that's happening right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, two shows going on at the yeah. same time. Hell yeah. No, yeah, 2019 is going to be going to be amazing. And and that's one of those things that like based on your story and where you are today, it's 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 very parallel to a lot of the people that have come on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, when when they're not taking real estate seriously, when they're not out there doing it on a regular mm-hmm. basis, they're not getting the success they want. Yeah. It's not until they, you know, burn the ships mm-hmm. and leave everything behind and make real estate their number one focus and that's their thing. Yeah. Where there's no other way of earning income. This is it. This yeah. is your business. This is no longer a hobby. This is no longer for fun. Mm-hmm. This is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. That's when the fire lights under their butts and, and they turn around and kick some butt. No, absolutely. And then, you know, set it, setting goals. Like I've got my goals laid out and I've got tasks behind them. Like I know exactly what I should be doing every week. I know the activities. I know where I'm going. I know like w- how I want to get there. And then 
I've also got an incredible support system. You know, I'm still working with, I'm still working closely with Alicia over at, um, you know, our Keller Williams office. She's a great, like, she's like my linebacker, like in the trenches, (laughs) you know? Um, And then I've got Tabitha, you know, who's kind of like my cheerleader. We're on the same page. I feel like we're firing on all cylinders. Our goals are aligned. We're pushing each other in the best ways possible. And I mean, she'll give me a swift kick in the ass too, if I'm ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) she knows what a a schedule is supposed to look like now. So, you know, if you're looking at your daily schedule and she's like, I'm not going to be here. Well, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So no, it's definitely, I'm looking forward to seeing like, uh, you know, stuff you're doing. Do me a favor. Anytime you have a closing, Mm -hmm. tag us on it. Sure. Would we give you a shout out. We're going to start doing that, that sort of stuff too. So ladies and gentlemen out there, by the way, if you have any closings on Facebook, tag us so we can let you guys know. Congratulations. I mean, that's really what it's about. You're doing the work. We want to make sure, you know, that other people know that you're, Hey, congratulations. You're, you're doing it. Oh, absolutely. It's everybody loves a little bit of recognition and it's just that little bit of fuel that gets you onto the next deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you're what, laughing at something. What would you do for a bang energy drink? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> is that is that AK or is that oh, Josh? Yeah. No, it's AK okay. still. <laughs> Get these people out of here. <laughs> All right, do me oh, a favor. Cool. Uh, give a uh, give uh, the camera a little bit of love. Tell them how to get in contact with you if anybody wants to to work with you. Um, and if you how to send you some bang energy if that's what you need. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So um, if you want to get a hold of me, if you want to follow me, I'm pretty active on my Instagram. That's Brandon underscore San underscore Diego. So Brandon San Diego with underscores in between. Um, you know, if you want to get a hold of me via text or phone call, my number is six one nine. Nine zero eight two six three zero. Um, that thing's glued to my hip all the time. And then if you want to send me bang energy drinks, uh, you can <laughs> <laughs> you can drop them off or mail them to my office in uh, Bankers Hill two two five zero Fourth Ave. You hear that? So pick them up from the WeWork office. Yeah, and head over. It's <laughs> yeah. not that far. Yeah, <laughs> drop them off at the office. <laughs> yeah, you can take a bird scooter from from the WeWork office to uh, to ours. There you go. See, bang, sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, man. Hey, by the way, uh, last thing, who would you uh, recommend to be a podcast guest? Oh, man. So I thought I thought about this. I'm like, who would, who do I want to recommend? And then you guys had Anthony Manzon on. Yeah, he was on took, recently. He kind of took mine there. But um, I would shout out, do you guys know who, um, the do you know who the O'Burn team is? Mm-mm. Seth O'Burn? Not yet. Oh, it looks like oh. you need to make an introduction. Well, I don't know him yet personally either. So like one of my oh. goals is to do a deal with, to do a deal with him, to do a deal with the Seth. Meanwhile, if you were like, Hey, Brandon wants to do a deal with you. He'd be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Brandon? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's reach out to him anyways. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? Yeah. He's, you, uh, he's with uh, Pacific Sotheby's. Pacific Sotheby's. You know what? Uh, Seth Oburn. Okay. Well, I know, I know the Pacific Sotheby's. Uh, we see a lot of them. Is he in Coronado? Uh, no, I believe he's out of La Jolla. Okay, okay. Then I might be thinking of the wrong. I was thinking of Scott uh, Alridge. So he's in he's in Coronado. Sorry, it was like an S and S. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, either way, <laughs> all right, cool. So what we'll do is uh, we'll tag him. Yeah. See if maybe we can get him on the podcast, and then uh, <laughs> be like, hey, look, Brandon brought you on the show. Yeah, Brandon maybe wants you should to do, do a deal, deal with you. With you. <laughs> <laughs> you if, you, if you saw the houses that he'd be that he's moving, you'd be like, nah, Brandon's not ready to do a deal yet. <laughs> I, I, don't don't say that you, yet, you got the not skills yet, not yet yeah oh i got the skills i got the oh, skills got for the sure skills. You got the skills. it's coming it's coming there's there's there you go setting your own limitations again oh, that's what oh, i'm talking man. about i'll yeah, cut, this off. cut this podcast <laughs> off cut this podcast off edit edit edit, edit. <laughs>
right, dude. Well, thanks for being on the podcast for sure. Cool. Dude, sharing the stories, great stuff, answering the funky questions. <laughs> right? Those are always fun. But yeah, dude, thanks cool. a lot for being on the podcast. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, guys. And hey, just quick thank you for what you guys are doing with this podcast. You know, I think it's really cool that we're that we as agents here in San Diego get to kind of share our stories. I feel like I, I feel like I know some of the agents that I even have haven't even had an opportunity to work with yet. And you guys have had some giants on the, in this industry, you know, that I really look up to. So it's cool being here with you guys. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Makes blushing. feel good. Look, I'm turning red. <laughs> 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 all right, ladies and gents, if you guys want to be on the podcast, Hernan at csfirst.com for all of your insurance needs. James at csfirst.com. And you can follow us on our social media feed at Business Bros Pod. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.